There's a new judge in town. The Giants shocked the football world Tuesday, hiring Patriots special teams and wide receivers coach Joe Judge as their new head coach. We break down how it all transpired, missing out on Matt Rule, and who exactly Joe Judge is with Giants beat writer Paul Schwartz. All that and more next on Blue Rush with the New York Post. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Blue Rush, a New York Giants podcast with the New York Post. I'm your host, Jimmy Fallon. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. Paul Schwartz joins us for a second time this week for this emergency podcast. Let's dive into Big Blue's coaching hire. Well, we all knew the Giants were going to make a head coaching hire this week, Jake Brown. We just didn't know they were going to make this one. Uh, I I don't know. I don't even know what to say. My first instinct, Jake, when we texted yesterday that the Giants were hiring Joe Judge was why didn't I send in my resume? Can we read this text exchange that we, because it's very <laughs> funny how, because you were very wrong very quickly when you what? said, um, I said, you know, be ready. There might be an emergency podcast. And you said, I'm around, but they ain't hiring a coach anytime soon. And I, I believe it might I have been hours no later. Left. It was, I think it was shorter than that. It, <laughs> was I, it that day? Let me look at this. It was, it was y- I want to go back to the beginning of this. It was, um, Wow. Oh, my goodness. It was in that, it was that ex- same exchange. It was within like 10 minutes later. I texted you at 10.09. CBS reports rule to the Panthers. Belichick, here we come. I'm excited. I thought Belichick was coming home. You wrote, I was just texting you. Nuts. Bro, they're going to end up with a garbage coordinator again. <laughs> yup. Either that or the best coach of all time. There's no in between. This is ugly, man. Sucks that all happened. We may have to do a second podcast this week. And here we are. If they hire wow. a coach. I said, I'm around, but they aren't hiring a coach anytime soon. You said, we shall see. Josh McDaniels is the best bet now, sadly, but he will go to the Browns. Yup. Then all we've got is Bill Belichick. And then you wrote, this is all in 21 minutes. Oh my God. Joe Judge. Giants hired him. This is me. No, that's insane. That that was a 21-minute exchange yesterday. That was hilarious, honestly. What the um, hell is going on? Well, let's let's there's a lot of layers. It's like get the onions out. Let's try and avoid the tears from these onions. But a lot of things happened. One, he's under the Bill Belichick coaching tree. He's under the Nick Saban coaching oh, tree. So hooray. He, you go to his We Wiki- got Charlie Rice, Romeo Cornell, and Josh McDaniels well, you go to on his the Wikipedia. Sideline. Uh, Jimmy, and you see five-time Super Bowl, uh, five-time yeah. champion. You see but three Super Bowls. You see two. He PCS didn't coach him. He was no. on the sidelines. You were the guy who said we're going to get another garbage coordinator. So don't sell me a coordinator now. Like it's well, a they good did thing. a specialty coordinator. I know. Listen, I think there's multiple sizes. One, you can have hope for him, and as a Giants fan, you hope he's good. I don't think this is the end of the world. You're no. you're frustrated, but it is a step up from hiring Jason Garrett. Woo. I mean, Giants fans, I said would have quit the franchise. There yeah. were people tweeting me saying. They're not going to be a fan anymore if they hire Jason Garrett. Good gosh. Poor so, Jason Garrett. There was a rumor floating around that he'd be a coordinator, but that didn't pan out. I think that was a head coaching rumor. Yeah, and if they didn't hire Judge, I mean, Garrett may have been next down the line. Which I is mean, scary. it was either him or me. I'm a five-time Super Bowl champion in PlayStation. I consider that almost as valid. <laughs> Listen, the guy's got a good body of work, but it's like the Matt Rule thing. In sports, we cling to narratives that we really don't know that much about. Like, I'll give you an example. Matt Rule. Everybody's like, ah, we want Matt Rule. Look what he did at Temple. Nobody watched what he did at Temple. We just know they won seven games or eight games one year. They didn't become like a New Year's Six team. And it's the same thing at Baylor. They did make it to the New Year's Six, but they lost. That program was in dismay, Of course it was. And he turned it around, and I give him credit. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to translate to the NFL, which is why, A, I think Carolina was insane 
for giving them as much money as they were, but yeah. let's grant you that's the richest owner in the league and it's not a lot of money to him. But B, that's probably also why we don't have Matt Rule on our sidelines right now is the Giants weren't going to pay $10 million for a seven-year contract. I mean, and, that's bananas. And that's something fans could be bothered by because of the PSLs they pay, because the Maris have that kind of money. They have the money. They don't have Tepper money maybe, but they have billions of dollars. They have money. But it's insane to think because they're still paying. They're not going to commit to seven years when they're still paying another guy for three who's not even coaching that's the, the thing. team. That's the thing. They got Shermer three more. They just paid McAdoo still last that. year still. Of course. Um, so they would be paying two head coaches for a couple of years here. They With incentives, there's a chance that Rule gets $10 million a year, which is a lot more than fifty. some of the 53 guys on the roster. That's nuts. He's going to make more than over 50% of that roster makes per season. And we don't know he can coach in the NFL. And anybody who tells you otherwise is a dope because we don't know. One is not the other. And we've had so many players, Hall of Fame players, come on this podcast this year. And I've asked them about guys like Urban Meyer. And they'd say, you know, it's just a different world. You're not, you're now coaching paid guys. You're coaching men. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as college. We saw Nick Saban come to the NFL full on his face. He's a great college coach. Mm-hmm. So to say it's just going to work out is a real leap of faith. Uh, that being said, Joe Judge, I'm a Giants fan. I'm an optimistic guy. I want him to do well. Obviously, I like the fact that we're as miffed, uh, you know, as we are by the hire, that a lot of people like me and you yesterday were flat out like, what, this is horrible. Uh, Because generally, when the public is this confident that something's going to happen, it doesn't. I don't know anyone on earth who didn't like the Saints to win at home against Kirk Cousins last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, generally, the consensus is usually wrong. So I want to see him do well. My frustration, Jake Brown, Mm -hmm. is that this iconic franchise that we know and love is not a place the top-tier candidates are hoping to land at. Well, that's They'll the go, but they're not looking to come here. Ron Rivera went to your rival Redskins. Mike McCarthy went to your rival Cowboys. Matt Rule goes to the Carolina Panthers. I mean, two of those three teams were losing teams this year. Yep. Um, and those are your three top options. And you barely got – you didn't even get a meeting with Matt Rule. Rule said, as Paul Schwartz will tell us, like, you know – they said that he's told the Giants, Show here's what money. I got. Yeah. And the Giants said, well, we got to have you in the building. Giants weren't going to pay that much, as we just said. So it bothers you, and it, it comes down to a Dave Gettleman issue. And I will complete, I'll, I'll do this. You'll I will Dave take Gettleman? back what I said about keeping Dave Gettleman. Whoa. Remember, I said I was on board for him coming back for another year. I think he's an issue now. And I, I was 110% wrong on that. He is a major issue with this franchise. And there's something there in that front office and ownership that is a problem. If you can't get a big-time head coach in the greatest city in the world, <laughs> that is a problem. This is New York, Jimmy. And six, seven years ago, this was a Super Bowl champion. Sure was. And the graces have been fallen. However that saying goes, <laughs> fallen graces. They've fallen from grace. They've fallen from grace. This is a different franchise from your mom and dad's Giants. And here's what tells you that. Them and the Browns were the last two teams with openings. They are in the class of the Cleveland Browns. And that, my friend, is pathetic. Well, listen, I blame Bill de Blasio. I blame uh, the uh, Lincoln Tunnel. I blame the George Washington Bridge. (laughs) Nobody wants to drive here. Nobody wants to live here. And nobody wants to put up with the press here because it is a headache gig. And and you're inheriting uh, a team that's probably not quite a win-now team. They've got good pieces. Uh, But I think the reality of this Gettleman conspiracy theory you're floating around will be borne out in whether or not he has the say to hire his own coordinators 
and whether or not he has any input in personnel. Well, judge is going to hire his own. Well, that's going good. That, yeah. Then that's that. That means uh, you know Gettleman isn't omnipotent, and, and the Giants are smart to do that because you want a coach to have his own guys in there. But uh, I guess th- you you're right to say this. This is a Gettleman hire that none of us wanted Gettleman to be able to make. <laughs> yeah. You'd be happy if a newer GM made it, but now you're like, oh, freaking Gettleman uh, does heck. it again. Yeah, it's a weird pairing. But I think for Giant fans, God, it's so frustrating to keep saying this because we said this with McAdoo. We said this with Sherm. You know, I, it's the Giants are becoming the Knicks. We're just saying, oh, you got to give the guy a shot. Yeah. You know, I guess we got to give the guy but a listen, shot. there is the argument, and I've heard a lot, that – Special teams coordinators are more leaders than a guy like an offensive or defensive coordinator. And he was the only coach in the NFL that coached special teams and wide receivers. It was pretty interesting that he coached like two different spectrums. He he should have coached him a little harder on the wide receiver front. 13 points against the Titans ain't going to do it. You got the greatest quarterback of all time. It didn't help. Somebody get open. He didn't have a ton of talent. Julian Edelman was hurt all year. He played injured all season. Yeah, well, all I'm saying is I definitely feel like the Giants got to the orgy after the girls went home uh, and they listened. They got it. They got maybe the the le- the least prettiest girl left or the last one left. Yeah. And uh, hey, let's hope sometimes those are the ones that show you the better time. Well, he got high praise, and Paul Schwartz tells him that he blew them away in that meeting. Remember, he told us the other day he's it's like so maybe one of these coordinators me. blows blows us away in a meeting. He did. He no. clearly had a tremendous meeting with the Maras and well and Dave Gettleman because I don't know what he said, what he preached, but yeah, he well, got a call from I'll Bill he Belichick. Said. He like, said, "I don't want ten million dollars a year like Matt yeah, Rule." And they helps. were like, "When can you start?" Well, when you get an endorsement. You know when you're applying for jobs and you got the references down? When you put Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, mm. how do you think Adam Gase got hired? He put on his reference sheet Peyton Manning. Yeah. Oh, wow. Peyton Manning. But I know But the Bill him. Belichick one should be alarming because all of his coaches have sucked. Mike Vrabel, who's still in the playoffs, didn't coach for Bill Belichick. He's a player. Okay? But you can't say every O'Brien. coach is going to suck just no, no, because know, of No, no, I know, but every Bill Belichick coach that we've seen come into the NFL has sucked. So mm-hmm. when I see it on the resume, I see it with a jaundiced eye. Listen, Bill, the, I think what we're learning when the Romeo Cornells of the world, and uh, he was obviously at the Browns, a dysfunctional franchise, but the Charlie Weisses of the world, the Josh McDaniels of the world, guys who went to more stable franchises, I think what we're learning is that the Patriots' success is more attributable to Bill Belichick than anybody else, which is why Monday's guest, Pepper Johnson, think about him. He's an iconic giant. He wins three wings, uh, rings as a coordinator for the Patriots. He's coaching in the XFL, which I know is, is, he's excited to do. But the point is the Belichick name isn't the door opener we think it is for coaching hires. It was for the Giants. And you know what? I hope it works. I the, hope it works the, like a mofo. Yeah, and there's one coach that compared him to young Mike Tomlin. There, a lot of people are saying he's a leader. So I have heard good things about him. But on the rule front, something interesting. Listen, we know it all comes down to money with that. He's getting almost $10 million a year. But it's funny, some quotes that I that I read about David Tepper and what he liked about Matt Rule. He said he dresses like bleep and sweats all over himself. I, you yeah, think he's cool. talking about me. He, he dresses like me, so I have to love that guy. I was a short order cook. He was a short order cook. Nobody gave him anything. Nobody gave me anything. He had to work for everything he got. Uh, so that was interesting that Matt he looked Rule? at him wearing sweats and sweating all yeah, over Yeah, that's not going to work well with as, uh, Cam Newton when he comes <laughs> out. Cam Newton has turned into Don Cheadle in Boogie Nights. He has a new look every week. Oh, and uh, I don't even know that he'll I don't even, yeah, I don't even know that he'll be the quarterback uh, next, uh, next year. Uh, but we do know for certain that Joe Judge is coaching the Giants, and it's time to bring in a grown-up and talk about it. So let's go get Paul Schwartz. So the Giants got their man. And the last time the fan base was this outraged about a Joe getting hired in New York, I do believe it was Joe Torrey. I don't know that we've got three parades coming down the Canyon of Heroes, but I do know we've got Paul Schwartz on the line to talk about it. Good morning, 
Paul Schwartz. Is this Joe Judge on the line? It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a young, energetic, spirited, go-getter, new Giants head coach. Or is it Jimmy? <laughs> it's me. But yes, Joe Judge also peppy because he has no idea what he just got himself into. Man, this was uh, not a popular hire yesterday, Paul. But I will, and obviously everybody was stunned by it. But hey, we've been wrong before. I, I, again, eternal optimist Jimmy Fallon says the jury is out on the judge. Well, I, I don't, I, I don't know why you're characterizing it as a very unpopular hire. It was a very unexpected hire, and anytime anything unexpected happens, there's a shock value. I mean, I'm not ripping the hire, but I have to admit I was shocked or maybe one step below shocked. I knew they interviewed the guy. So anybody they interview, I think has a chance, but I'm not going to sit here and say, well, I thought uh, it could be Joe judge. I thought he was down the list. I know Matt rule was on top of the list. It did not work out with him. Uh, the, the Panthers pay him a King's ransom. I mean, a seven year deal for Matt rule is incredible. So I, I, I don't, for the sense I get from giants fans are not how the heck could, you know, Joe judge be our coach. It's just, how the heck did we get to the point where Joe Judge is our coach? That That's legit. Well, you're a guy with uh, locker room access, very close to the team. Um, could you kind of sketch out how we got to a world of Joe Judge coaching the Giants? What went down? What transpired? Well, uh, you know, they interviewed six guys. They did not interview Josh McDaniels. That interview was supposed to be today. That didn't ha- is not going to happen, obviously. There were six guys. And look, when they put a list together of guys they want to interview, they don't say, we really want these two guys. These four guys are just schlubs, but we got to talk to them. We, you know, we got to make it look like we're doing our due diligence. They pick guys who they think they're interested in, have a legitimate chance they want to know more about. Joe Judge was definitely in that latter category. Um, I know the Giants have had their eye – well, maybe that's too strong – had their eye on him, but he was on their radar for two years. But – not a guy they thought they would hire as a head coach in 2020, but he's a guy we need more intel on. Let's bring him in and talk to him. We know Bill Belichick thinks highly of him. Meanwhile, Matt Rule is a guy that they like. They know they know he was in their building as a special, as excuse me, as a offensive line guy that helped coach their offensive line in 2012. So they knew him. They loved what he did at Temple. They really loved what he did at Baylor. So to say that he wasn't at the top of their list, I think is, is not, you know, would not be genuine. He was there, but the list is not finite. You have to come in and talk to them so they can make sure that listing is number one is accurate. It never got there. What happened was rule was scheduled to be in, we go to meet with the Panthers on Monday and the Giants knew David Tepper might throw crazy money at this guy to bring him in. He's the richest owner in the league. He's reported to be worth what? 12, 13, 14 billion. So he can do whatever he wants. And he did. And rule did call the Giants Tuesday morning and say, look, here's the offer. Here's what I've been offered. Will you match it? And the Giants said, well, look, you need to come into our building. We need to talk to you here. We can't hire you without being in the building. And so it didn't work out. They were not going to match the money and certainly not going to match the years. Wow. Well, let me ask you this then. Um, knowing that this all transpired with one interview for Joe Judge, is that common? Can a guy really just go in there and wow a team to make a multi-year commitment based on one sit-down? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Look, and, and, and it's not just they did intel on him before this. They spoke directly with Bill Belichick, who gave him an unbelievably glowing endorsement and recommendation that carries a lot of weight. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, most of the time, Jimmy, the second, when you call a guy in for the second interview, it's really to start talking contract, more finite, concrete things. It's not like you have one interview, then you call him back for it. You know, it's not an audition. Second interview, then a third one, you'll see, you know, we like you, we've got rid of people. Let's see if you're right for the role. The second interview is pretty much a, it's not a done deal yet, but we're heading in that direction. Okay, well, how thrilled are you that you don't have to cover Bill Belichick press conferences now that my dream has died? Uh, I don't know. I, the Bill Belichick, um, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know what you're saying about that, Jimmy. Uh, it's, uh, the coaching search is um, uh, complicated. <laughs> and uh, uh, let's, let's, let's move on to another um, podcast uh, issue here. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm just hoping, and I don't think, you know, from what I hear, Joe Judge, I don't think is, Matt Rule was going to light up the room. I don't know if Joe Judge is that kind of guy. I don't think he is. But let's just hope he doesn't look at Bill Belichick and all his success and say, that's the way I got to deal with the media because I don't know if this stage of my career, if I can handle that. Yeah, that's a lot for you, man. Um, you know, my other concern is the Bell, Bell, Bill Belichick coaching tree isn't exactly lit it up around the league. When you talk about the Charlie Rices and the uh, Charlie Weisses and the Romeo Cornells of the world, I mean, even Josh McDaniels over in Denver. So, listen, I, I, Eric Mangini, if you will, I, I love Bill Belichick, obviously, and, and I love the Giants, but I'm one of those fans who's cautiously optimistic but frustrated because this is the Giants and it's one of the most storied franchises in the league, and you want to believe that this is a destination job. But I think the reality of this hire is that the Giants aren't a destination job right now. Is that true? Well, I, I, the, your first point I made is, I think is excellent. Uh, your first good point of 2020, I would imagine, right? I'm off um, and running. So here we go. It's, it's the start of a new year. You know, right. If you're going to look at the Belichick tree and say, we got to get a guy off the Belichick tree, wrong. I agree with you 100%. There are misses there. Now, two guys who are still in the playoffs, Mike Vrabel, played eight years for Belichick, and Bill O'Brien was a Belichick disciple. Now, you know, he's had a checkered career in Houston, but he is still alive in the playoffs. But I agree with you. You can't just say, oh, he's a Belichick guy, and he he coached with Nick Saban. He's going to be great. You have to hire him because you love him, and you love him, not that he worked for somebody else. And the fact that he has those guys on his resume is very impressive, but you have to hire it because of him there's no question about that yeah that makes sense and is there is for whatever reason you know are the Giants not a a sexy team to come coach now because you'd want to believe a Matt Rule or a Mike McCarthy I mean I understand going to the Cowboys it's an iconic franchise but I'd want to believe coaches would want to be here in New York is that just not the case well I don't know if it's not the case but I do agree with you um you know look the Giants they like to call themselves an iconic franchise and they are but they are down right now. You know, they are down. They've been down for a number of years now. They won a Super Bowl in 2011. That's not that long ago, but they've had a lot of losing. And so, yes, I I, I agree that I don't think, or in fact, I know when you look at the Giants, t- there are plenty of coaches out there who would like to work for them, but it is not the Giants are bust. I want to, I have to, they, they're, they're going to pay good money. They're not going to pay the most money. They're going to give you Input on personnel decisions, but not free reign by any stretch. Uh, I'm sure Matt Rule will have more say on that in Carolina than he would have in New York. So, yeah, there are impediments to taking the Giants' job. Uh, I think people like Daniel Jones. Uh, They like the fact that he's a good young quarterback, but they will certainly, I'm sure, have reservations about the roster or a lot of the guys on the roster. So, yeah, I think nowadays 
you can be a great coach anywhere. And I think these people know with the internet, with the way things are going, you know, any job is a big job. You can become a star in Carolina just as well as you can become a star in New York. And for a lot of guys, I think they may look at New York and say, you know what? It's an iconic franchise, but there's a lot of headaches there. I don't need to deal with it. So yeah, the Giants are a good job, but they're not the job, certainly. When you mentioned that the Giants are headaches, Paul, a lot of people subscribe to the theory that this is on Dave Gettleman, that people don't want to come here because of Dave Gettleman, and the Giants made a big mistake by not firing him. Uh, do you think he plays a factor here in the, these big names not coming to New York? Well, I, I don't think he played a factor in, in McCarthy. You know, the Giants didn't choose McCarthy. Uh, the Cowboys wanted him. The Giants let him leave the building. The Giants knew once Mike McCarthy left, there was a good chance he wouldn't be back. So they weren't, you know, hot for him, really. Um, look, the owner, the GM, it all plays a role. You know what I mean? I mean, unstable ownership is one of the leading reasons why coaches don't go places, which is why the Browns are the last job open Sheesh. and why. No, you know, it's just true. I mean, yeah. ownership is is usually ownership might be the number one thing a prospective coach looks at. Is that ownership group stable? Are they going to be around? Is the team going to be sold? Is the guy who is paying me stable? And he's is he going to be around for the life of my contract? That is number one. And GM is certainly a point a important factor. And you know, I, but but I don't think Matt Rule did not come to the Giants because of Dave Gettleman because Dave Get Dave Gettleman did not have it in his power to pay the kind of money that the Panthers were going to pay. And look, we all know at the end of the day, uh, quarterback, power, fine. It's all about money and who's going to pay you the most money. The Carolina Panthers, look, a seven-year contract for a coach who was 44, who has spent one year in the NFL, and that's it. That is incredible. He is unfireable for what? Three or four years? That is that is unbelievable job security. There's nobody in the league who has that job security. And you just take a, take a bite at this, guys. Matt Rule is now the sixth highest paid coach in the NFL. And the other five guys who are getting paid more than him all have won Super Bowls. That is unbelievable. Um, you mentioned Daniel Jones. Have you talked to any of the players about this hire? Is there any type of mood in the room right now? No, I have not. I mean, I'm still wrapping my round, uh, my head around the hire right now. You know, I'm sure I will get to that. Um, you know, I, I'm very confident that virtually all the players in that room, first of all, will say, who? <laughs> really? Mike McCarthy? I know. Is, I heard about is, Matt Rule. I read about Matt Rule. And <laughs> I'm sure uh, they do not know Joe Judge well or at all. And um, I'm sure Wikipedia and Google and hopefully nypost.com were, were, were very uh, instrumental in them learning about Joe Judge. And, um, you know, I'm sure some of the special team guys are pumped up about it. And everyone else is kind of like, I don't know what to think about this. I don't know where I fit here. And I hope I'm back on the team. You look, this is an out-of-the-box hire. I mean, I'm not ripping the hire, but there's no question it's a gamble. And it's an out-of-the-box hire. And, um you know, I'm not going to sit here and say it's great or it's terrible. I'm going to sit here and say, wow, I didn't see it coming. Do we have an idea? I know and I, I know it's not officially done yet, the deal, but do we have an idea what this contract is going to look like, how much Judge is going to get being a first-time head coach? Well, I think he's going to get something commiserate with that. Exactly. I, 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 it'll be a four- or five-year deal. Now, they got burned on a five-year deal with Pat Shermer. Um, I would guess it's a four-year deal. Could be five years. You know, look – this stuff is trending upwards now in the league, you know, and Matt Rule signing a seven-year deal. Every other prospective coach 
is now saying thank you, Matt, you know, because now I have something to compare it to. You know, the deals used to be three or four years. Now I think these coaches are coming in and saying, hey, this this guy got seven years. Um, I think uh, LaFleur got six years, right? So it's like, you got to pay me, guarantee me more than three or four years. I would assume it's probably a four-year deal for about four and a half million a year would be my guess. I'll have to do a little more research on that. This guy's a first-year head coach. Uh, They don't come cheap, but, um, you know, he didn't have a lot of bargaining power here. So I would guess uh, maybe five million. I think that would be on the high end of it. So maybe four years, uh, almost 20 million, something like that. Maybe it went to five, 23, 24. That would be my guess at this point. But you're not offering to restructure your deal to accommodate his cap space at this point is what you're saying. Well, you know this uh, saying, you can't get blood from a stone. <laughs> Very, you good. know that thing, yep. Jimmy. Yes, I do. You know, <laughs> you know, and, and you know, I know, you know, the, what what the, this is what peanuts and Snickers bars and uh, Snapple is what they give you for this podcast, right? I, I, yeah, I don't mean you shouldn't have pluralized that, but yes, peanut Snickers bar and Snapple, yes, uh, and I do or, appreciate or, it, right? It, or it's yeah. like it's like uh, it's like um, you know at the diner, right? Yeah. Unless you go for the full thing, it's you get a soup or salad. But not both. Yeah, you got to deluxe it. They, I'm I'm not right uh, at deluxe level yet on this podcast, but we're working hard. Paul Schwartz, I appreciate you taking time out to do this emergency podcast today. This is an emergency. Yes, whenever I have to get up in the morning and talk to you, Jimmy, I would clarif- uh, classify it as an emergency. So, all right. You know, so I just take the hits. By the way, this has become my fight club. I just come here to take the hits. I don't even fire back. You just you have a nice day. Enjoy your traffic on the way to New Jersey. Have a good day. All right. See you, buddy. See you, Jimmy. That's it for this emergency episode of Blue Rush. Thanks to Jake Brown for producing a great show as always. Listen to all episodes of Blue Rush by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred podcast platforms. You can find more Giants news by signing up for our daily New York Post Sports newsletter and by visiting NewYorkPost.com. We'll see you next week for the Divisional Round. 